Hey, brother, what's up? What's going on, man? What's going on? Nothing much. Hey, I can barely hear you. You sound far away. Hold on, let me... How about that? Yeah, you perfect now, man. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> yeah, How's your night going? It's going well. It's going really well. Just got done. Uh, just got done with dinner time a little bit. You know, I you know I, I made sure I didn't get the itis. You know, I made sure it <laughs> ate just enough so I can be good, but not so I'm slouching. So we we good. We in a good window right now. Hey man, nothing better than the itis, man. Oh man, oh man, you gotta you gotta plan the itis. You know, you True. can't have a spontaneous itis. You know, you can't have a whole day plan and now you knock down the couch. That's just uh, it's not not a good vibe. <laughs> No, nah, you pass out somewhere, wake up like, how did it happen? Cracks, like the, like the hangover, like, what? Why am I on the roof? What what just happened? Right, exactly. End up with a tattoo in your face and whatnot. Cracks, don't need that. Don't need that. Not at all, man. So before we begin, Mr. X, man, I want to say thank you for accepting my invitation to come on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Welcome to the Desert Experience, man. Appreciate that, man. I appreciate you inviting me on, man. Seriously, man. No doubt. No doubt. Now, before I get to the first question, where did the name Mr. X come from? Oh, man, you asked us some deep questions. Oh, man, uh, I thought you were going to start with some jabs. Oh, man, we starting off with haymakers. Uh, no, nah, yeah. nah, man, that's that's. So I actually um, I used to work in the uh, school system. So I worked with uh, I worked with kids for about three years. And a staff member, because my first name's Xavier, but okay. a staff member one day, because I was going by Mr. Xavier, it was kind of lame, I ain't gonna lie, but that's all I had. <laughs> and um, a staff member just one day was like, yo, what's up, Mr. X? And like, I just feel like, you know, when you feel like heaven just opened up, like you hear the angels, it was just like that. Yeah, it was like that, like, that's it. That's it. That's my name now. And I just right. adopted that in everything. It's just like, all right, Mr. X now, like, that's it. Nice. That's awesome. I have a way. I gotta find out why he said calls himself Mr. X. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Trust me. I'm not I'm not that like it's such an obvious name. I just never thought of it. But then right. someone literally said it one day. I'm like, all right, that's just my name now. Like I'm adopting that. And I'm not giving right. them I'm not giving them any credit, any proceeds at all. So you know. Nope. That's just, you know, you gotta t- you gotta trademark it, you know. Just, Absolutely. Most definitely. Um, so your official first question, talk about your life story from your childhood all the way up to now. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. So, you know, childhood, you know, pretty uh, imaginary kid, pretty weird kid. You know, I always uh, one thing about me, I never lacked imagination like my, you know, my parents, you know, I would do something allegedly, you know, that was wrong. You know, they can't really prove it, but they're just like, maybe they were just tired. So just like, I go to bed. But, um, you know, like if they were to like take my toys, like my video games away, guess what? I I ain't gonna lie. I would just pick up the spoons and the forks and I would just play with those, play with those, you know? Oh, yeah. But quick sidebar. Is this a PG podcast? Oh, no, it's unfiltered. You can talk over here, bro. Okay. I had about three. I was ready. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. All right. Go for it. All right. Bet. So, yeah, I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to play with the goddamn forks. Like, all right, you know, and that would get them upset. Like, why are you upset? Like, you took away my primary options. Now I'm making the most of what I have. But now you're upset because I'm just like, all right, whatever. You just want to be mad. All right, whatever. But, um, but no, creativity is something I always had, even as, you know, even as a kid, I just never thought of it as something I could, you know, do in any type of fast as far as like, you know, career rise or making money. It wasn't until I got much older, like in my late teens, even early 20s, that I was like, huh, 
I could, you know, I could probably do something with, you know, with all this imagination, with all this energy and creative, you know, ideas. And, um, you know, that's where I really got, you know, it in my, you know, got in my mind to, you know, start pursuing acting and modeling. Well, modeling honestly came to me through like happenstance. Like I wasn't planning on doing modeling at all, but the, um, the training program I was involved with also offered modeling uh, training as well as acting. And um, so I took classes in Manhattan, New York, and um, they offered both. So I was just like, all right, whatever, I'll do this. I don't care. And uh, but then they were like, no, like, you're actually really good. Like this. You have a great walk. You have this. Meanwhile, I don't care. I'm like, I, I don't care. Just get me on film. Get me on something. I don't care about this modeling stuff. But right. I, I saw it as, you know, at the end of the day, it's good content. It's a good way to, you know, network, meet people, go different places. So I was like, all right, I can do something with this. So uh, that's just started a whole you know, a whole saga of me just, you know, learning this thing, you know, between the model and act and just learning stuff that I didn't know a thing when I first started. I didn't know anything. I spent hours just researching on the web. And then I would just go like go out on the streets and just find auditions, find things. You know, I had to learn by doing, you know, because I didn't know anything about the world. But, you know, slowly but surely, I started getting my footing and started to, you know, figure things out. And uh, yeah, we kind of just uh, kind of just go from, went from there. Uh, I know I like skipped over like 15 years, but I feel like nah, that was the good, best bro. answer I could have <laughs> Do your thing, man. Do your thing. It's all good. <laughs> How bad you said. Tell me about your childhood. I said like one childhood story and then I skipped over middle school, high school and went right into <laughs> adulthood. <laughs> I skipped. I skipped puberty. I skipped every. I skipped detention. Oh man. Oh, oh this isn't starting off well. This isn't starting off. Oh man, I'm terrible. Oh, man. Nah, you're good, bro. You good? So, all right. So, what got you in detention, man? What'd you do? Oh, oh you heard that. You heard that. Oh, yes, man. I did. Shit, shit. You're good. You're good. You're a veteran. All right. All right. Absolute. All right, nah, detention. The thing that got me detention the most, because I'm just a lazy asshole. I didn't, like, you. I avoided doing work. Like, I was never a dumb kid. I just didn't care to do homework, like, ever. I didn't care. I got home. I wanted to play my Nintendo, my PlayStation, PS2. I just wanted, I didn't care. Like, it really got to the point where, and you're going to think I'm bullshit, and I'm not. In sixth grade, I got the nickname The Phantom. You want to know what? why? Here's why. I got the nickname The Phantom because anytime they would call for homework, I would disappear. So oh, that's <laughs> that's when that's how I got the nickname The Phantom. Because like when every time for homework, I somehow would find a way to disappear into that desk. You know those old school desks, you know, yep. like where you can just there's a there's a good enough like it's big enough where you can kind of you know crouch and if you behind someone, you can make it work. So. But nah, it was it was because I was never like someone who did really like quote unquote bad shit. But it was just the laziness, just you know, just not doing your work, just not really applying myself, just stuff like that. You know, actually, no, I lied. I hit someone once. I, oh man, oh shit, I lied. Oh man, yeah, I punched someone once. Yeah, it was it was just one time in an entire career in school is good. One okay, time, that's good. You know, it was fourth grade. You know, they were just. I, they just they just kept poking. They just kept trying me. You know, right. I, I just, you know, I think I just got done watching The Rock lay the smackdown on someone on like in WWF <laughs> the, night, the day before. And I just felt like motivated by that. I'm I'm not, I don't I don't think The Rock would be listening, but don't I'm not blaming you 
because I got, I'm, I'm not blaming you. You're not the reason I punched someone. I'm just saying like this added to my motivation. So I was just like, you know what? This seems right. You know, my hero did this. I'm going to do it. Right. So I just, you know, I just punched them. You know, they had a nice little like, you know, uh, upside down, like moon scar on their eye. You know, it was, you know. I'll tell you one thing, my dad beat the shit out of me that day. Oh, I believe it. I tell you, I'll tell you what, because I got suspended. So you know your parents have their day laid out. They have these couple hours where they know you're in school. They have that booked. But now you have to pick me up from school and now you have to deal with me hours before you're planned to. Oh yeah, I got my ass beat, man. Mm. And you, you know what's the worst about an ass whooping when you know when you're on your way home to ass whooping, you're hoping every light is red and a long right. red. All the lights were green, man. Every time I'm on my way to get an ass whooping, the lights are all green, and they've been green for 20 minutes straight. You know, they're on doing like it's just like y'all just you know y'all just want me to to feel this, but you know, hey, hey, man, you know what's life without a couple ass whoopings? You know, that just you know whatever it is, what it is. Exactly, God's like, yeah, you gonna feel this eventually, <laughs> and, and eventually came in like five minutes with that with those green lights. You know, I, I felt it quick. So, hey, man, definitely got a lot of that. Hey, yeah, man, life is all about living and learning, man. Absolutely, absolutely. So, before we get to the next question, how is your relationship with your parents today? Oh no, we cool. Like we are great, you know. Um, I got a relationship with both of them. I'm not gonna say we close by any means, but I know them. Have you know? We contact each other periodically. You know, show my face whenever I can. Uh, so it's it's good. It's a it's great parent child relationships. You know, like there's respect. You know, ab- absolutely. So I mean, I'm not you know telling them about my you know personal life. You know, something like like we're not friends. You know, but they're they're right. my parents. You know, like that's that's good enough for me. You know, I hey, I got my two parents in my life. I can reach out to them whenever, you know, we have that type of cordial, respectful relationship. That's dope. That's good enough for me. Right. You're grown, so you shouldn't have to share your personal oh, no, no, business good. unless you want to. That's up right. to you. Right. Yeah, I know people. I was just talking to a, a female friend of mine. She's like, yeah, I be telling my dad when it's that time of the month. I'm like, why? Like, for what? Yes. She's like, eh, I just like to do that. I'm just like, oh. And he be telling her, like, I don't want to hear this. Like, oh, well, I just told you. Like, oh, so you just that's a different that's a different type of relationship. I don't I don't I don't think I'll ever have that, you know, where it's just like I'm going to call my mom. Hey, mom, just so you know, I'm about to I'm about to, you know, get into some pussy. Like, I'm not you know, like that's that's weird. That's weird. To right. Me, you know, right. like, like about to ask for a pep talk from my parents before I get in bed. Like, that's just, you know, something about that's weird. So, but hey, teach his own, man. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to, you know, roast. You know, that's that's all, you know, there's a different right. <laughs> Oh, man, this is going to be a good episode already. (laughs) Oh, man, you're awesome. So your next question is, talk about the ups and downs of being in relationships these days. Man, it's all down, man. It's all down to 2022, man. It's down because, first off, I ain't going to lie. Women are overrated. I ain't going to lie. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to put it out there. Women are overrated. And I say overrated only because only because they're not as advertised. You know, social media, and it's a combination of, like, social media and how it's marketed. 
you know, like you'll really think some shit that really ain't real. And that's the kind of downside with social media where you'll really think like, cause a lot of times women will say things on social media. I would say 85% of the times women say stuff on social media. That's not their real life. That's not their real thoughts. It's just the trendy thought. So it's like, mm, if my man can't get me this bag, it's a, it's slow for him. Like, Bro, you know you was paying your last man's bills. Like you don't have those type of standards. Let's let's right. stop with the games. I know you. We went to school. So let's not do that. But nah, the thing, the main thing with relationships, um, all jokes aside, is I think there's a lack of self-awareness. And when you lack self-awareness and when you lack internal happiness, it bleeds out into the external. And so when you aren't when you are internally happy, you will latch on to anything else externally. And now that person will become your identity. You become codependent. I see that a lot in relationships and they fall a lot because one of those parties, you know, lose themselves in the relationship. And it really just becomes about their significant other because they hadn't grasped their own identity or their own you know, their own dreams or their own goals, you know, they lack that self-awareness and they're not happy within themselves, you know, because at the end of the day, and this is just my belief, I believe that the most important relationship one individual can have is the relationship with themselves, because you have to deal with you 24-7. You deal with you more than you will deal with anyone else in the world. Why shouldn't you make yourself happy? Why do you not know what makes you happy? What makes you unhappy? Why don't you spoil yourself? Why don't you provide for yourself? Why don't you make yourself happy? Because now if you're making you happy, that can then seamlessly uh, bleed into everything else, every other relationship, friendship or um, romantic. And so when people lack that internal happiness or internal drive or internal awareness, now everything else they try to pursue will be a little out of whack because you aren't good. And when you aren't good, things can be good for a little bit, but long-term, nah, that, that's that's not what's going to happen. And I think as social media just continues to rise, a lot of people will lose themselves and try to be what they see and not what they are. And that's never, that's never good. You can use what you see on social media as motivation. Absolutely. Like, yeah, you see Kevin Hart, you know, at the gym at 4 a.m. getting it. Like, it's like, yeah, that's motivating, but you shouldn't be, you shouldn't want to be these people do things right. exactly how they do live the life they live. Cause number one, you know, nothing about their road, you know, nothing about their journey, but also number two, you have to find yourself, you have to find your road. And so, but yeah, the biggest thing relationships and what, you know, uh, digs its own grave in my opinion is you don't have a good relationship with yourself. Cause one, that should be your priority. Having a great relationship with yourself will make any relationship you then pursue make it work better. Oh, that was a great answer. Appreciate it. No doubt, man. Like, <laughs> that's real talk, man. A lot of people go into relationships in a rush, and they're broken, and they don't have right. their shit together, and then it's like, right. you're with somebody else who's in the same situation, and now you're both screwing each other over. It's like, right. now what? Right. And the thing about time is that joint keep moving. Time keeps moving. It don't stop because you're you haven't got your shit together. It's gonna keep moving. Next thing you know, two months become a year. A year becomes two years. Two years become five years. Now you just that was five years of your life and something that was never gonna work out because you haven't worked out for yourself. 
And then God forbid there's, you know, kids involved and stuff like that. Now you're permanently in something that just was never compatible, really. So it's 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 a shame that it takes the it takes the extreme stuff to happen to people for them to finally realize, oh, this wasn't right for me. This isn't right for me. Or, oh, I got to really work on myself. It's a shame that it takes that. But a lot of times it does, man. It's sad, but true, because you never get that time period back. Nope. Nope. Never get time back. Never. I'm still trying to find a way to do that. Honestly, you know, I'm still, I got some people I'm working with just trying to figure how we can, you know, go back in time. Not a lot, just a little bit. Like, I would love to take some, like, some food orders back. I had the worst order of mozzarella sticks the other day. Here's, wow, here's, what, here's what pissed me off, man. First off, how do you fuck them? I love mozzarella sticks. I love mozzarella sticks. I could eat mozzarella sticks any day of the week. How do you fuck that? Why isn't the cheese coming off? Like, as you bite into it, I want to see the cheese coming out the stick. You know, I want to make sure it's fresh. That joint was just one bite. It was like a school lunch, man. Like, it was what? just like one bite. It was just like, it, it was just like a little eh like cheese, but it wasn't really like hot, no steam or nothing. But what pissed me off the most is the marinara sauce. I don't even know if that was marinara sauce. It looked like a Lunchable. It just what? looked like it looked like tomato sauce. I could see the cheese, the shredded, like big shredded mozzarella cheese was just on top of the marinara sauce, not melted in or anything. It was just on top of it. I was so annoyed and disgusted. I made the other person pay for them just because I didn't want I didn't want that on my credit card statement. Like, I didn't want those sorry mozzarella sticks on my, I was like, no, either you pay for it or we're leaving. Like, that's just, there's no scenario where I'm paying for these Lunchable mozzarella sticks. So, yeah, I was, uh, I don't know where I got to that, but yeah, those mozzarella sticks really, they really annoyed me. It really made me want to cancel the restaurant because it just, uh, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. And I felt like, I feel like they owed me money. To be honest with you, I feel like that would be the only way they could compensate me for that lack of that lack of presentation is if they gave me money at their register. So, hey, man, that's that's just me. That's just how I feel. I feel like if a business fails you, they owe you money. Honestly, I think right. that if I was president, I'd make that a law. I totally agree. You on your chef Ramsey. Oh, this ain't good. Shut this restaurant down. Exactly. Exactly. And if you're not going to shut down, just give me money. You know, just just hush me up. I'll take hush money. I'll get. I'll take a bribe. I don't care. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. If I ever get elected president, I am definitely taking bribes. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You don't have to think about it. You don't need to. You know, talk about it on blogs. I'm letting it be known. I am taking bribes. Yes, absolutely. I gotta live. This is only gonna last four to eight years. I gotta live right. after this. I need that money. So yeah, at, at Mr. X, twenty twenty eight. You heard him. You heard him, man. Go support him. Now we just got to get you a running mate. See, there we go. There we go. I feel like you're trying to put yourself in the running, but you know, let's 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 just let's just calm down a little bit, does you know? No, 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 sir. All right, let's just. I'm just saying, you know, just I'm just saying. This is the first meeting. I don't know. I haven't vetted you yet, so you know, we gotta we gotta figure it out. Hey, man, we'll figure it out, man. We need. We got. I was thinking more of you having a female running mate to go with you, sir. You know what? That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad. But then, oh man, we still haven't had a female president yet. So you already know they're just gonna be. Why don't she just run? And now they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna realize she's actually a better candidate than me. And then next thing you know, I'll be real. I'm gonna be real. I'm not gonna have a female vice president just because <laughs> she's gonna take my job. 
because she's going to be way better than me. She's going, I, I don't know who this hypothetical woman is. She's going to be way more qualified. She's going to be way better and people are going to be calling for her. And next thing you know, on the inaugural, like walk down the pathway, you know, the secret service might let a knife get to me just so she can get elected. I'm not saying they would. I'm just saying, I feel like that would happen. You know, I right. feel like there'll be a whole team involved to get me out, you know, by any means necessary in order to get her in. So just for my security, I need the least qualified, dumb, incompetent motherfucker to be my running mate just for my own security. Because I feel like I'm good enough to get into office by myself. But I also need people to not want to assassinate me, because if you do, this person is going to be your leader. You know, mm. so, you know, you got to you got to you got to protect yourself. You know, that's that's my plan, you know, which is why I'll never, never get elected. <laughs> <laughs> the good they wouldn't like you. They're like, Damn, he's too real. He's keeping it too honest. <laughs> yeah, man. They would they would love it. They would love like, hey, I like this. I like him. Yeah, I'd be thinking that. But here's the thing. It's great to know that what you're thinking, like, because, you know, you think things about people, but then you never really know. I'll let you know. Like, hey, what what questions do you have? I'll answer them. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't care to lie. Like that takes too much energy. It takes too much time. Let's just let's just get right to the truth. Yeah, Mister X. Uh, so sources have said that you've been taking bribe money from. Yes, I have. Next question. You know, like let's, just, let's get into it. I'm a busy man. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, they said that you put a hit out on. Yes, I did. Yeah. Next, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, that's 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 just that's just me. That's the type of leader I am. Right. <laughs> just get to the point. I'm not gonna. Don't waste my time. I'm not gonna waste yours. Like, let's go. Absolutely. See, you get it. You know, maybe, maybe you will make a good run at me. I gotta keep my eyes on you. you I, I got you, bro. Like, yo, don't just don't just don't mess with Mister X. He's busy right now. Leave him alone. Exactly. Exactly. Are you 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 are you strong? Are you strong? How much can you bench? Hey, man, like two something. Cause I go to the gym okay. about four or five days a week. So. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. So you can definitely move people out of my way. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yo, move. You know, and you got to mush one person in the face at least once for them to get the message. You can't just do like the side push on the arm. You got to give them a face mush. And then you got to flex and look dead in their eyes. So they right. know like, no, I meant to do that. Now what? And then it's like, all right, we good. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. That works. That works. All right. They grow up to a good start. Yes, absolutely. I got you, bro. <laughs> All right. So your next question, um, talk about the lowest point in your life and the highest point in your life. I mean, the highest point of my life is, you know, I think right now is a good high point, man. I ain't gonna lie. You know, I'm on a, I'm on a dope podcast, you know, I'm just talking. There's a, I'm just, I've been going off like 10 tangents and haven't been cut off yet. Like, this is great. You know, like this is a great high point, you know, healthy, you know, just uh, just turned 30 last month, you know, just um, about to get back into because I took the last took the last year off with with everything, like my modeling and acting and everything. But I'm about to do about to get back into it. I have a shoot in Atlanta uh, tomorrow. Actually, I had to go out to Atlanta for that. Um, so, yeah, this is, a, this is a great, you know, great high point right now as far as everything that is to come uh, as far as my lowest point. I would say, oh, that's a good question. Honestly, my lowest point, I believe, had to be right before. No, you know what? Honestly, my lowest point had to be when I first discovered I wanted to be like in acting and modeling because I didn't know a 
goddamn thing. It was just all this desire without any knowledge of how to do anything. So it was just, it was just, it was tough because here's this thing that I want. I have no idea how to get it. And when I look back, like I literally started, my starting line was literally at level zero. And I had to just learn how to get from every step. I didn't have anyone you know, teaching me the game, showing me the game, showing me the ropes and social media wasn't what it is now. So I wasn't able to, you know, really see much. So I really just had to navigate by myself. I was lost for a while. I was lost. I didn't know anything. And so that was a pretty low point because I just found myself really like just really upset and really depressed a lot just because like, damn, I really want this thing, but like, how do I do it? How do I get it? Like, how do I go from point A to point B? Like, and so like learning that is learning that, like figuring that out took a long time. It actually took a while um, before I actually, you know, got my first, you know, got my first gig or made my first connect. It was, it was a tough point. Um, but you know, just like when anything, you gotta you gotta plow through it. And um, I'll give us I'll give another answer actually because I feel like I had a couple like uh, low points. Another low point, and I think everyone listening can can coincide with this was 2020. 2020 was was a bad year. 2020 sucked. You know, like 20 and I and the thing about 2020 is it's one of the rare events and instances in human history where it affected everyone. You know, it didn't matter if you were rich or poor, if you lived on this side of the globe or that side. It affected everyone. It Everyone had to stop. Everyone had to slow down. And so what 2020 did for me was I was, man, I was on the cusp of some great shit. I just made great connects back in uh, New York City. I had a lot of auditions lined up, a lot of gigs lined up. And then, boom, the pandemic happened. And then, boom, the shutdown happened. Because what a lot of people who aren't in New York don't understand is it hit New York harder than any other state in America, and it's not even close. Like, the numbers that happened, like, the number of cases that hit New York State was so huge. Like, Cuomo was not playing. Our governor, Cuomo was not playing. Like, he shut it down quick and in a hurry. So it just went from all of this, you know, promise, all of this, you know, all these jobs, all these gigs, now I had, now I had to stop, I had to halt, and everything was just at a stop, Um, and obviously, you know, goes without saying, but, you know, the amount of families and amount of people that it affected um, is tragic in and of itself, so yeah, 2020 was a, was definitely a low point where it's like, damn, like, I had all this momentum, and I just had, I was forced to stop. But, you know, one of the things, and I think um, you could even agree with this, is 2020 also forced the forced the grind out of people. It right. forced the entrepreneurial spirit out of people. You know what I'm saying? It forced people to get creative. It forced people to think more and see how to navigate the waters. So even within that, you know, low period, and it was a low period, you know, there was there was some good in that or some good you can take out of that whole period if you had the mind to. I totally agree. I feel like God hit the reset button, just made everybody sit down and reevaluate your life. Definitely. Definitely. So I'm just glad you're able to navigate that situation and press forward, man. 
Yeah, man, that's that's life. I mean, that's 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 what shows who you are as a person, who you are as an individual. It's not the good times, but it's the tough times. That shows who you are. That shows what you're made of, and that shows if you have that stick to and that shows if you have that staying power. If you're just, you know, can consistently be that, consistently go for shit, even when things aren't necessarily working out, or even when, you know, it's looking like it's looking like a loss. You know what I'm saying? But you know, keeping it going and staying positive and knowing who the fuck you are, regardless of what you're being seen, like that, that shows who you are. That shows your character more than just when times are good, because anyone can thrive then. But can you still do it when it's not looking good? Like that's that's what really shows who you are as a person. Absolutely. And then you're able to succeed and come out on the other side. Yep. Absolutely. If you if you if you, you know, obviously, you know, obviously some people, you know, I hate to say it. Some people just aren't talented. You know, some people just aren't good. So even if they have that, you know, you still you still have to be good at what you're doing you still have to be good at what you're trying, you know, like if I, let's say I was a, you know, I'm trying to be a public speaker, you know, it's just like, or no, no, let me, let me take it a step further. Let's say I wanted to open up my own, you know, my own uh, kitchen, you know, like a Mr. X eatery, you know, or right. Mr. X kitchen, you know, it's like, Oh, I don't care. I don't care what's going on. I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do it. But every time someone eats my food, they throw up. You know, like you still gotta, you gotta have some sense of this ain't it. This ain't it for you. But you also have to have people to tell you, like, hey, X, yo, let's just sit down for a second. Yeah, I don't think this cooking thing is for you, bro. You know what you are good at? You're good at marketing. You know, like you're good at let, like you get the word out about your shitty food. Like that's dope, bro. Like you should use that. You know, like you gotta have that too. So it's a good mixture of, you know, you gotta have that resilience. But you also have to be good. You also have to have the talent and the wherewithal to be good at what it is that you're pursuing. Because a lot of people have that delusional shit. Man, the amount of dirty-ass fucking plates I saw on Thanksgiving on Snapchat was just ridiculous. Like, why are you snapping this? You know, mac and cheese shouldn't look like that. It shouldn't look like What? What are you doing? You know, the amount of uncooked chicken and raw turkey I saw on plates was just like, why are you cooking? This isn't for you. You should be a microwave person. That's that's <laughs> you should be a microwave artist. That's that's your that's your lane right there. So, you know, but a lot of that again just goes about just goes down to having the right people in your life to give you that, you know, give you that real talk. You know, sometimes generally and other times just on some blunt shit. Like, yo, this ain't for you, bro. Like, I don't want to see you keep falling like this, bro. Like, like this this ain't for you. This rap thing ain't for you, man. So yeah, there's a there's a lot of that too. Yeah, and those people who tell you the ones that really care about your well-being want to see you do well. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like when you have something in your teeth and people ain't telling you, like, bro, I had this lettuce in my teeth for 30 minutes. Why are you now just telling me? Like, just tell me. Like, I right. can take it. Like, you can just tell me. It's that you're not you're not disrespecting me by just saying, you know, you got something in your teeth. Bro, like, you see the booger. Like, you see it. There's no way you're talking to me. You don't see the booger. Just tell me I have the booger in my nose. You know, like, just tell me, you know, so it's those people. It's those people that just, you know, don't deserve to be in your life, man. It's those you got to watch out for those people, you know, shout out to the people who tell you, you got lettuce in your lettuce in your teeth, man. Shout out to y'all. Y'all the real ones. Absolutely. Just pull you to the side. Even if you want to say it in front of people, just pull you aside like, yo, yada, yada, yada. 
Facts. Yo, bro. Yo, yo, Des, yo, come here real quick. Yo, bro, I ain't gonna lie. Your breath stink right now, bro. Like, real shit. Yo, here's some five gum. I'm giving you two. One for now, yeah. one for later. You know, yeah. like, like, take care of your shit, man. Yo, I'm, I'm here for you. Dab them up. Yo, that's all it takes. Don't, that's it. don't have me out on these streets with my breath stinking, bro. Like, don't, you know, like, look out for me, man. Look out exactly. for me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, you gotta look out for your homies, man. Like, what out, are you man. doing? Facts. Facts, man. But too many, man. See, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. You, I, as much as you talking, man, you, you seem like the type that'll let me go out, go out on these streets with my breath stinking, man. I ain't oh, gonna hell lie. no. I ain't gonna hell lie, no. man. Nah, no, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. No, man. sir. Right, Not man. me, man. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a test. I wanted to see how you would refute it. All right. You, you sound, nah, you sound I, genuine. All right. Yeah, man, I don't let my people look crazy. I'll be like, yo, I'll tell you real fast. And her like, yo, that, that fit, that ain't right, man. I'm like, you want to change that up? But shit, man, good shit. All right, see, yep. you, you're getting closer and closer to being my running mate, man. Uh, I, I'm, I'm liking <laughs> it. I'm liking it. You know, I'm listening. Good shit. Yes, sir. So your next te- uh, question is talk about some other things that really grind your gears. Oh, my God, Crocs. Oh, my God, I hate Crocs. Oh my lord, Crocs! Crocs are the ugliest creations that God ever made. Crocs are an abomination. If I if I ever did become president, I would abolish Crocs. I would declare martial law. I would break every constitutional bill, every law, just so I could get to the manufacturers and just outlaw it. I would outlaw. There would be a prohibition about Crocs. Crocs should never be worn in public. That is just me. I I I detest them so much. And I think everyone who wears them is toxic. Honestly, I think you're toxic. If you really are wearing these, there's fucking clocks with clogs with holes. Like what what about them? What about them says, hey, let's go to Denny's. I'm gonna wear my crocs. Like, bro, like why are you wearing these while you're ordering a grand slam? Like, what are you doing? Like, just I just all right. Here's my here's my compromise. If you're at work and you're on your feet a lot, because I understand they're comfortable, ladies and gentlemen, I understand. If you're at work, you're, you're just on your feet eight to eight plus hours a day. Sure. Wear them in the workplace. Keep your feet good. You know, do whatever you got to do. If you out, if you're at the corner store, gas station, like don't have them on. I don't want to see them. If I see them, I throw up a little bit inside. My soul hurts anytime I see a pair of Crocs outside. That's one thing that just are you a croc wearer? No, sir. <laughs> okay. okay, good. Cause I was about to I was about to there's this there's just so y'all know, just to immerse y'all, there's this button on the screen called leave recording. If he had said yes, I would have hit that button. This would that would have been that would have been the end of this episode. All right. Cause I know I can't I can't associate with croc wearers. It really bothers me that people swear by these things that I just find to be repulsive. Um but yeah, just 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 people in general, honestly, just grind, just just annoy me, you know. Like just, I have little just petty annoyances every day. Um, it's just just little things. Like if we're, you know, what really, I hate crossing guards. I hate crossing guards. I I I actually have a real disdain hatred for you. You don't matter. You're nobody. Why are you controlling when I can go and when I stop? What what does that hand mean? Are you an officer of the law? Oh no, you just have a orange vest. Why do I have to listen to you? I have to go places. 
Why? Like, what did you have to do? Here's my thing about crossing guards, man. What's the app? What's the process of becoming a crossing guard? What's the strenuous process? What did you did you have to grind for years? And this is like your corner office? Like, no, you were just someone who was unemployed. Like, oh, I need something. And then someone in the school system said, oh, we need a crossing guard. You know, you just stand for a little bit and you just tell people when to come and not. Like, that's it. Like, what? Here's my thing. What job are you trying to get? And you're using crossing guard as like your your path to get that job there. That doesn't exist like this is a dead end profession. And yet you're giving so much authority over traffic and over. And don't 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 tell me to come like, oh, now you can cross the street. I'm a grown man. I'm going to cross the street when I'm ready. I don't like when they meet me in the middle of the street like they're keeping me safe, like from the traffic. You know, like you're nobody. I can just go. So yeah, like this is these are this is the way my mind works. I I am I am erratically and irrationally just annoyed and I hate a lot of things that make no sense. So that's just two examples. Hey, everybody has their vice, bro. Yeah, man. Like it's just it's just just it's just it's mostly just people, man. And you know, like I don't know. I don't know, man. I just, I just, I can keep going, man. I can keep going. You know, I don't like dogs. I think dogs are shit. I'll be real with you. I think dogs are the most overrated, you know, like creatures on this earth. They don't, they're just thoughts, man. Like dogs are just sluts. They just, they just want a hand to pet them. They just like, for the most part, generally speaking, a dog would just give up their affection. Just want to like, I was over at a friend's house the other day. I've never met this fucking dog in my life, but it jumped on me. Like I was its master. Like we had time together. Like we grew up together. Like, I don't even know you. Why do you feel comfortable to come up on me? Cats are so much better. Cats are just like, you have to earn every step of the way with a cat, generally speaking. And just, and people give them a bad rap because it's like, oh, they're just so sneaky. Like, what are they thinking? Or, oh, they're just in the other room for hours. Why doesn't it come cuddle with me? Because it doesn't fucking need you. It chooses you. Like, every now and then, a cat will make an appearance, let you pet it, and snuggle with you. But, like, 16 hours of the day, it's just chilling. I don't know what the cat is. It's just chilling. I love that. I love that shit. So, yeah, dogs dogs could all die, honestly. That's just me. I'll just be real with you. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's my hot take for the day. Dogs. Yeah, we. we do you really need them? No, not really. So, yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> Peter's Peter's like, oh, really? Huh, Mr. Hey, X? Uh, I, ba- I balanced it out by bigging up cats. I'm not an animal <laughs> hater. I'm a dog hater. You know, I'm, I don't have a problem with animals. It's just dogs. They can go. They don't serve a purpose other than the, the need for affection and companionship. And while we're on the subject of, of, of animals, I don't consider fish pets. I don't consider fish pets at all. Fish are decorations. You know, like that. It's a decorate. You can't interact with a fi- The only interaction you have with a fish is you feed it and you take out the tank every now and then to clean the tank if you're a responsible owner. That's it. Like that's not a pet. It's decoration. It's it's the it's the final piece for the feng shui of your living room or of your house. Like the fish aren't pets. Don't don't try to tell me fish are pets. They are not pets. So you know, like just don't call it pets. Just say just like you're introducing. Oh, this painting was fun, Van Gogh. And then over here we have the fish from Kmart. You know, like don't don't say oh this is Mark. This one, you know, hiding behind there is Sally. That's not, these aren't pets. Don't, don't introduce them as pets. They're not. 
Hey, man. Like well, I said, everybody well, considers something a pet, right? <laughs> it's it's dumb, you know. People consider their their significant others pets, you know. Sometimes, like you know, just like, oh, this is Mark. He's shy. All right, go go play. You know, it's just like, damn, like fucking beta men, beta males, man. Like, damn. Bro. <laughs> like, oh, last time like I checked, I thought you were human. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, man. Not Mark. Not Mark, man. I guess you know he allows it. He loves himself to be talked to like that. Like, hey, man. Hey, man. Now, if Mark was my boy, I'd give him some real talk. But if we're just introduced at a dinner party, then I'm, I don't give a fuck. You know, it's just like, all right. You let your woman talk to you like that. Hey, man. Everyone's different. You know, right. some, some people have heart and some people are you. You know, like, hey, man. You do what you got to do to live, I guess. You know? Right. I'm just going to be right over here. <laughs> yeah. And trust me, I am making fun of you. Trust me, like you don't have to worry but wonder about that either. I am yep. definitely roasting you. Like, yes, yep. yes, Mark. You know, shout out to the Marks and the you know listening. Shout out to y'all. I believe every person named Mark is a beta male. That's my that's my opinion. You heard it here. All Marks are beta males. <laughs> all Marks, you're all soft. I know. I know. It's just true. It's just the facts. It's one of my factual opinions. Yes, that's how it works. Hey man, ain't nothing wrong with speaking your mind, man. I speak your mind, man. I, uh, it's nice to get this out. You know, I, I, people don't understand what goes through my head. You know, getting the shit out about the Crocs and the dogs and the fish and the crossing guards. It's good to, to let people in on my mind and what I have to deal with all the time. Like all these just nonsensical thoughts that mean nothing, that add nothing to society. You know, but this is just this is my life. You know, it, it's thank you for not judging me. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate this being a judgment-free zone, man. I appreciate it. No doubt. Yeah. My guests come on here. It's unfiltered. It's all about you. Speak your mind. Everything you got going on, it's all about you. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Good vibes, man. Good vibes. So your last question is, and we touched about social media earlier, but how do you personally navigate social media and why do people not show who they truly are until after you get to know them? Hmm. That's a that's that part two of that question was very good. Let me tackle that. So people, there's multiple reasons why people don't show who they really are until you really you know meet them. You know, number one is you know keeping up appearances. There's some there's there's the person you portray, and you have to keep that up you know, for, for as long as you can, you know, whether you're, you know, a brand or, you know, you're this person, that person, whatever you, whatever you, your persona is on social media, you want that to be the reality. And so that's what you are, you know? And so it's not until you meet someone, you shake their hand that you realize, wait, you're nothing like you're, you're nothing like you are on social media, you know? So there is a lot of that. There is the, and again, I think this goes back to identity crisis is I've seen this work for other people. So I need to be this, you know, I need to be what Kylie Jenner is. I need to be what DJ Khaled is. I need to be these other people. So let me morph myself into that so that I can find success in this other avenue that people have found success in. And so, you know, that's just something that unfortunately does plague society nowadays is that identity crisis and the losing of identity because you're just trying to get that clout. You're trying to go viral. You're trying to, you know, be these other people and have what they have. Um, but as far as me, you know, navigating social media, look, if you 
if you aren't able to utilize social media for your benefit, you're just a dummy. You are you are given the opportunity to reach people you would have never even known existed by just clicking, by scrolling, by typing with your thumbs. Well, take advantage of that. Like this is a networking hub. This is a motivational hub. As long as you just keep yourself from the bullshit, you can get the most out of this. And so how I use it, honestly, like I've met a bevy of people just from, you know, liking their polls and just from, you know, exchanging pleasantries. And then from there, we do business together sometimes, you know, be like, hey, hey, Mr. Model from, you know, Mr. Model from New York City. Yo, we should collab sometime. Oh, yeah, dope. You know, here's some photographers that I know. They'll be dope. And so now I have a booking with two individuals who I never even would have known existed, would have never touched because we're in two two separate areas. But because of social media, I'm now able to circumnavigate those waters. But also it really broadens your horizons and lets you know like how big the world really is because you're able to see content and see people from all over the globe. And so it's just a marketing and networking hub, but it's also you're able to get a good amount of inspiration and motivation to see how other people are creating, see how other people um, are grinding and are living their life because it also fuels your fire. It's like, damn, I don't want to get left behind. Like, damn, like they're doing this, they're doing that. Or I got to get on my shit. And so navigating social media, as long as you're not someone who is so entertained by the bullshit and just, you know, have fucking alt accounts just leaving negative fucking comments on people like why'd you post this idiot you know like just doing that dumb shit yo like you it's a fucking gold mine like take advantage y'all like honestly i don't care what you're doing use social media even if it's just like seeing what that seeing what your market is finding appealing learn how to use that to your own advantage like social media is fucking it's freaking dope but you also can't let it take over your mind and your whole attention because man you can get caught scrolling and scrolling and scrolling next thing you know an hour just passed by like it's so easy to caught get caught in the trap of scrolling down and scrolling down don't get caught up. Social media is good, but don't let it take over your life. You still have to get out of your fucking bed. You still have to stop eating those little bite fucking muffins. And you got to get out and start living life and start doing Because at the end of the day, if you spending all your time on social media, all you're doing is watching other people live. And you're not living. That's not the goal. The goal is for you to live. See it. Watch it. Learn from it. But then you have to go out and do your own shit. So... It's great, but just don't get so absorbed by it. Don't get so ensconced in it. Just, you know, use it for what it is and then go and live your life, you know? Like, do what you got to do, man. Like, I'm, I'm talking to you, Des. I'm, I'm talking to you. You got to do what you got to do, man, all right? That's right. You got one life. You can't, you got to do the most with it, man. Got like, life. you you got to have a balance, man. Absolutely. Got to have that balance, man. And people who don't, those are people who fall, man, unfortunately, because life is all about balance, all about the yin-yang, man. And when you don't have that, it all it can all fall down at any point because you don't have that balance. You don't have that foundation, that right structure. And so, yeah, balance is key, man. Absolutely. So your last question is talk about the differences living up north and living down south. 
Oh, man, oh, man. Let me tell you about living in the Northeast, man. So born and raised in New York. I lived in upstate New York, so about the Albany, New York area. But, you know, it's about two and a half hours from New York City. Um, so I was always there. But, man, this time of year, oh, my God, I'd be seeing, you know, snow, snow, snow. And I just had to I was in a bad marriage with the snow for years, guys. Like, it's just, it was just bad. You know, only people who haven't lived in consistent snow love the snow. Anyone who's had to deal with snow consistently for years and years and years hates the fucking snow because it's pretty. Yes, it's beautiful. Yes, it's great for the kids. Yes. But guess what happens? Guess what happens on Monday? You have to shovel that shit. You have to move that shit off your car. You have to move that shit off the street in order to get from where you want to, in order to get to where you're going. It's a burden. It doesn't need to be here. Snow is the biggest freaking roadblock freaking burden that just doesn't need to exist. It's just a burden. And so like being down here, you know, you might sometimes get some snow, but it's not, it's nothing. It's nothing like, oh, we're just going to be seeing snow every day this week. Like, it's not that. You know, I think last winter, maybe it snowed twice. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But that's the thing. I love it. I love, and I love, like, just, I'll be having a conversation with someone I know back in New York and just be like, hey, how's it, how's it feel out there? Oh, it's, you know, it's uh, in the 20s. And, oh, my God, it's just. It's just been snowing heavy. I'm just like, oh, by the way, it's, it's it's 60 out here. But, you know, hey, man, shout out to you. I love that. I love reminding them I made it out. You know, I love reminding them I'm in the sun. You know, this is the sun left, y'all. I'm where it is now. You know, like, I love that. But um, and the people are just uh, surprising, like not all the time, but mostly just different, just more pleasant. You know, just like, hey, how you doing? How you doing, Sugar? What can I do for you? Like, just genuinely nice. New Yorkers, we're not like that. We're very transactional. We're very cut to the chase. Let's get right to it. Hi, bye. Like, I love that. I honestly love that. You know, especially when you're just trying to get from point A to point B. When you're just trying to resolve an issue. You don't want a whole conversation about how your Sunday was. You know, like, you just want to get to the shits. You know, that's where I miss New York people. But other than that, man, it's it's definitely um, it was definitely a, a, a eye opening experience when I first moved down here. Uh, just, you know, just the different, you know, differences and personalities and people down here. Actually, if you're driving on the road, people actually let you get in front of them. Like that was that was different for me. You know, back in New York, you have to find you have to make an opening like traffic's coming. It's not stopping. So no one's going to stop and then wave you in. That doesn't exist. You got to just find a way to get, hey, you got to just like put your head down and just say, hey, I'm coming out. So either you're going to stop or we're going to be in an accident. Like that's just the way it is. Whereas out here, like they actually let you like get, like just pass. It's it's actually really, it's cute. It's nice, you know? So it's like, man, it's a real, it was a real eye opener. So yeah, those are just some. Some differences, but yeah, the main thing is just the the lack of snow and just the 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 lack of cold, you know, because it gets cool out here, but it's still like it's it's nothing compared to what I'm used to. So I'd be chilling. Yeah, it's more manageable down south, and that southern hospitality also helps.
Absolutely, man. That Southern hospitality is different. Because at first, I was skeptical. Because I was just, uh, I think I was at like a diner. And the waitress was just like, how you doing, sugar? Oh, you look nice. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, you want a tip. You just want a big tip. But then it just kept going. It kept persisting. I'm just like, everyone was like that. Like, I was just like, oh, y'all just like this. Like, this is just your personality. All right. Huh. That's different. You know, because the New Yorker in me, I'm just like, oh, you want something. Like, oh, let me watch my wallet. You're probably just trying to lull me in and try to, you know, grab my shit. You know, it's just like, you know, I didn't know how to take it. But, yeah, man, it, it's definitely different out here. Absolutely, because more up north is more fast paced, but down south, certain parts mm-hmm. are like it's slower. Everybody's taking their time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely night and day. Absolutely. So, before we get to the last part of this, has anyone ever said that that you remind you of uh, Chris Rock? No, I've never, I've never heard that before. Yeah, like that's. That's what you remind me of. Like, you're really? just, you're like, hey, listen, follow me. So it's like how you're very open, like your rawness, like you just, how you express yourself, like your voice, everything, like it reminds me of Chris Rock. Wow. I've never heard that before. That's wow. Yeah. Wow. Damn, man. I take that as, a, as the highest compliment, man. Seriously, that's dope. Wow. Absolutely. That's what I feel like when throughout this whole conversation, I feel like I'm talking to Chris Rock. It's just just your overall personality. Like it's a good thing. That's what it feels like. Damn, man. Yo, you got me cheesing on here, man. Damn, man. That's dope. Look, man, I'm always honest with my guests, man. That's just the vibe I've been feeling this whole time, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, you just made my you just made my year. I mean, the year's about to end. But yeah, but still, man, you made my year, man. Like that's that's dope, man. That's powerful. I appreciate no that. No doubt, man. Just keep it being honest, man. That's all. Absolutely. Absolutely. This has been dope, man. This has been dope talks, dope vibes, man. And definitely, uh, you know, you definitely appreciate you having me on again, man. This was dope. No doubt. Now, uh, before I end this, I always do this with every guest. Mm-hmm. We're at the point in my pod where I turn over to my guests and you can ask me any question you want. Okay. Okay. All right. So actually I'll ask you, uh, I'll ask you this, uh, two-parter, when did you start podcasting and why did you start? First part, I started over two years ago. Okay. And the second part, at first it started out like as a hobby. Like I started it up just to see how it would go. I interviewed a couple like my coach friends to see how it would go, the questions, the vibe and everything. I really liked it. So over time, because originally I already liked to listen to different podcasts already, whether it had to do with sports, um, politics, finance, music, anything. I already into that market, just listening to stuff. But then I wanted to start getting to know people from around the world see what their life stories were about, what their goals and dreams and hopes was, what messages they wanted to get out. So I wanted to get to know people on a personal level, which nice. my podcast is about. It's all about the guests. It's no filter. You can just speak your mind, and I love it. Yeah, man. That's dope, man. That's dope, too. Over two years. That's dope. You've been you've been sticking with it. You know, just like we talked about before, man. You've been sticking with it. That's dope, man. Shout out to you for that. No, I appreciate that, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know, you, you, uh, the more I talk to you, the more I think you might make a good running mate. You know, I, I, it's looking good. You might get the call. 
you might get hey, the call. You know, just, I'm on standby. Yeah, man, just make sure you don't have any skeletons in your closet, man. I don't want you being the reason I don't get elected. All right, nah, I'm, I'm good, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, good, good. All right, man, good. Because, you know, I don't want to don't have to take you out, man. All right? I don't want you, you know, just, just you know, just, just you know what? I, I've said too much. Oh, man, I'm incriminating myself. Oh, <laughs> yes, man. you are. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm yes, you are. Oh, man. I love that you're smart enough to just stay quiet and just let me dig my own grave without coming with me. I love it. <laughs> Hey man, you got you got not to play the game, man. Yeah, you, you got it, man. You got it. You you know. I appreciate that. Oh, man. So before we end this, brother, um, is there any last message you would like to leave with the listeners? Do you have anything popping in the near future with everything you have going on at this moment? And do you want to share your social media handles as well? Absolutely. So yeah, like I, I alluded to it early in the podcast, but you know, I am an actor, model, comedian, and I have taken the last year off just to, you know, refresh, just to recharge and just to enjoy myself. Cause I haven't done that a lot in my life where I just enjoyed myself, but now I'm back to work tomorrow. I'm going to be going out to Atlanta doing the photo shoot and that will be my comeback into the game. And so you're going to be seeing a lot more out of me, a lot more content. And so if you want to follow me on Instagram, my handle is the official underscore mr dot x that again is the official underscore mr dot x so if you want to follow me there and stay on the lookout for some great upcoming content y'all i'm about to hit y'all with some heat back into the game so yeah stay tuned for that y'all you hear it man y'all better follow him before he blows up man you're back he's gonna be on tv that's a fact man that's a fact man no doubt, but don't be surprised that you hear somebody else talk about the Chris Rock reference in the future. Man, that's that's that comment. That might be the dopest comment I ever gotten, man. So I I, I appreciate that wholeheartedly, man. I definitely do, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. Like when we got halfway into this, I'm like Chris Rock. That's what I kept thinking of. Yeah, man. Damn, man. All right, fine. You could be my running mate. Oh, God, fine. Hey, look, man, and that's just me keeping it real with you, man. That's it. Nah, man, I appreciate the love, man. Seriously. No doubt, man. So once again, I want to thank you for accepting the invitation to come on the pod. I really appreciate it, man. Um, I want you to have a good rest of your evening ahead and enjoy your weekend, too. Absolutely. You do the same, man. Stay safe out there. You do the same, brother. And happy holidays, man. Happy holidays, man. All right. Later. Yeah.